Hello, everybody. Welcome to QI Punks. Uh, this is going to be the first in a series of episodes uh, related to uh, database system improvement. Uh, I'm going to call this series The Data is Revolting. This is episode one, and we are going to talk about systems versus individuals. If you graph the numbers of any system, patterns emerge. So, welcome to episode one. Uh, today, we're going to talk about systems versus individuals uh, and why that's important and where we should be putting our time and focus uh, as we work towards making better healthcare systems, better workplaces uh, for all of our people. Uh, and you might ask yourself, why would I want to focus on a system versus focusing on the individuals? Because I can think of individuals who are probably causing all of my problems. Um, and that might be the case. That also might not be the case. Um, if you've spent any time in healthcare, almost everything is driven at the individual. Uh, individual performance, individual knowledge, um, individual malfeasance most of the time. Uh, we have giant policy and protocol manuals that tend to be focused on something one person did one time. Um, and all this time and effort is put into trying to fix people and we end up with these really bad systems. Um, systems are going to drive more of the behavior of the people in your system than the motivation that they show up with. Um, and you might be saying to yourself, like, well, that doesn't sound right. Um, there's, there's no way it's, you know, individuals make choices and individuals behave, you know, good or bad based on their own uh, desire and their own motivation. Um, and that's, typically not true. Uh, I can actually give you an example of a system where you, the individual, have almost no ability to control the outcome uh, for the process that you're put into. Uh, and we're going to spend actually quite a bit of time on this when we talk about understanding variation in a couple of episodes. But let's say I sat 50 people in a room and gave them a coin and said, I want you to flip this coin 50 times and tell me how many times you get heads. Uh, and you're probably going to say, well, I'd get heads 25 times, uh, which is going to be the average, of course, uh, for everybody that does that. It's 50-50 process. Um, but any person within there, there's a range of possibilities. Not everybody's going to get exactly 25. And you, the individual participating in that system, has zero chance to control the outcome of what you get. You're going to flip the coin, you're going to participate, uh, and you get what you get at that point. So healthcare gets a little more complicated than flipping a coin most of the time. Um, but that's what we want to do. We actually want to build systems that drive the outcomes we want to see rather than having poorly designed or undesigned systems often uh, that we find in our EMS systems, in our healthcare processes, uh, where individuals really talented really motivated, uh, coming to this usually to healthcare uh, with the right things in mind. I want to go out and help my community. I want to help people. I want to help people get better. And then we plug them into a system 
where they struggle against the rules or they struggle against these processes that really drive their performance and their outcome. Uh, and it sometimes gets really, really hard to produce anything um, that is worthwhile or something that feels fulfilling. Um, you'll oftentimes hear things where it's like, oh, you know, performance is suffering or the metrics are down. Uh, if you work in, in transport EMS the way I do, transports are down um, is kind of a common refrain that we have. And it's often asked, like, well, what do we need to do to reach the next level of performance? And the first thing that comes back is almost always, well, let's ask our people to do their best. Um, spoiler alert, they already are. Everybody is already doing their best in healthcare. Everybody's already doing their best in EMS. There's no juice left to squeeze out of that. So we have to fix our systems uh, in order to make our, our work lives better, in order to get that next level of performance. Um, I'll drop some links uh, into the Instagram and onto the Twitter feed uh, with some studies that support this and back this up. Uh, but if you look into the social sciences, um, the system... The, the rules that are in place, the processes that we follow, the expectations that go there actually drive anywhere from 85 to 92 percent of our outcomes. 85 to 92 percent of our outcomes is the product of the system, not the efforts or decisions of the individuals working within it. So anywhere from like 8 to 15 percent of our system or 8 to 15 percent of our outcomes is based on individual choice, uh, individual behaviors, individual contributions. So focusing on the system is what's going to get us to that next level. Focusing on the system is going to fix the problems that every single one of our people runs into uh, that makes it really difficult to come to work and keep doing this over and over and over again. And it's like, well, how are we going to fix our systems? That's exactly what we're going to be doing here uh, on QI Punks. Uh, we're going to talk about some really, really easy do-it-yourself tools where you can start analyzing your systems. You can start figuring out what current system performance is. You can start thinking about what you want ideal performance to look like and how to identify those system barriers that impact your people's ability to get their best work done. Um, number one, you're going to need to be curious. Being curious is one of the best things you can do. You can start asking questions. Why do we do things the way that we do? Most of us have this gigantic system uh, that, we're, that we're responsible for or a gigantic system that we exist within. Each of those systems can be broken down into subsystems. For instance, in EMS, you know, we've got uh, an operational side of the house, operational system. We've got a clinical side of the house. Uh, so that's like a clinical subsystem. And you can break that down even further within operations. We've got a scheduling subsystem. We've got a vehicle maintenance subsystem. We've got a purchasing subsystem. All of those subsystems have processes that help drive the performance of the subsystem, which ultimately drives the performance of that macro system. So we're going to start asking the question, why do we do this process the way that we do? Did somebody design it to be done this way? Or did we inherit this process from the person that came before us who may have inherited that process from the person that came before them, who may have inherited it from someone who came before them? Oftentimes, the processes and the systems that we exist within were either undesigned, oftentimes, um, or sometimes poorly designed, or were designed so long ago that this, the, the problem that they were trying to solve, the, uh, the lay of the land that they were designed around, has changed. 
the rules have changed. Um, other factors around that system have changed. The way people call 911 has changed often. Um, so we'll be talking about all of this. Uh, but that's kind of the first part to start thinking about is system performance versus individual performance. It's really hard to come uh, away from an individual focus on that. Uh, I spent the first 15 years of my career very individually focused, focusing on myself as an individual uh, when I was an actual care provider. As I moved into leadership and management and education, the focus on the individuals that I was you know, responsible for, the individuals that I was there to help support. Um, and we oftentimes spent a ton of energy not really making things that much better. So what we have to do is get away from this individual thinking and really start engineering our systems, building a system that we can take the average employee off the street and plug them in and they can't help but have fantastic results. Uh, that's what we need out of healthcare. That's what we need out of our EMS systems. Uh, that's what everybody who comes to work in an EMS system deserves to have is a well-built system that drives them towards good results that lets them take their time and their energy and their motivation and their caring and apply it on behalf of other people uh, in their community. Um, and then it becomes a joy to come to work. Uh, we work in healthcare. Joy in our work should be our birthright. And yet oftentimes we find that's not the case, especially after the last couple of years. We've had a, a pretty interesting experience with this pandemic and people have fled healthcare. Um, I have a hard bias that if we build better systems, that those individuals are going to feel supported and those individuals are going to start getting back some of that reward from working in healthcare and working on behalf of other people. Um, that's it for episode one. Uh, again, if you enjoy this, if you don't enjoy this, drop a line on Instagram, uh, drop a line on Twitter. If you're still on Twitter, do people still do Twitter? Uh, we'll see how the next couple of weeks go. Uh, but yeah, give some feedback. Things you like, things you didn't like, things you'd like to hear talked about. Uh, and as we work through this, if you've got quality improvement projects, if you've got things that you're working on within your own system, uh, let me know and we can talk about them and we can see if we can do some crowdsourced information on that. Uh, so thanks for listening. I uh, hope this worked for you and stay tuned for episode two, which will hopefully be coming soon.